0: Hello and welcome to another lesson on soundproofing. Today, I'm doing something I've never done before, but I had someone in our community reach out and say, hey, have you ever done a reaction video and will you do one to this video? And I've never done a reaction video, but I kinda like the idea. And um, this video might be one that you've actually seen. Uh, It's a home RenoVision and he's got 3.5 million followers or something like that. And he does occasionally do soundproof videos. And this one, I watched and was particularly irked by it (laughs) I wasn't necessarily mad but I was definitely um, just annoyed that you know someone with such a huge following, such a huge reach, uh, is actually perpetuating a lot of stuff that is is wrong, incorrect, or just inefficient in in its way of soundproofing a room. I am going to go through this video and show you what I do and don't like with his designs and and try to help kind of dispel some of the problems with uh, what he's teaching everyone on YouTube about how to soundproof rooms. Before I jump in, I do have a free resource for you. This is my free soundproofing workshop. So, if you're interested in soundproofing a room correctly and right the first time, definitely check it out because it'll go in depth into how to properly sound treat a room from start to finish. So, to check that out, just go to soundproofyourstudio.com/workshop. That's soundproofyourstudio.com/workshop. All right, let's jump into this reaction video. This is gonna be fun, uh, and I, I'll be nice. I'll be nice to uh, good old home RenoVision over here, um, or Home RenoVision. Vision, um, but. Uh, this is going to be a good one. All right, here we go. Get nice
1: and tight to the box, so you're not going to affect your drywall installation.
0: Okay. okay, so he starts off the video, this is great. You know, you want to use putty pads, he's right buy the real putty pads, don't skimp on this. Wrap it as well as you can all the way around the boxes. And this works for your lighting fixtures as well. So this is all good.
1: There we are. As you can see, this is R20 fiberglass insulation. It is the next-gen fiberglass, though, okay? So I recommend wearing some kind of a mask when you're working with it. But the reality is, you can see a couple fibers flying around. <sighs> for the most part, this stuff is not... <laughs> He's pretty funny. Okay. It is a lot nicer to work with than the old generation stuff. I'm going to want to put an R20 or at least an R14 bat in the wall. It's okay if it gets compressed. We're lo-
0: Okay. So he's right about this. R14 is fine if it's a non thermal wall. Try to go with the cheapest uh, insulation. He says it doesn't matter if it gets compressed. I disagree with this. You want the insulation to remain in its natural fluffy state to help with the soundproofing, meaning that we're trying to absorb sound that's getting bounced back and forth inside our wall cavity. Uh, if we compress the rock wall too much, or I say rock wall, if you compress the insulation too much, uh, it won't function as well as insulation. So you won't get as much thermal help as you need but it also is going to ruin its ability to uh suck up sound uh and turn it into heat which is kind of what it's there for in the first place so i don't agree with him i think you should get your sized cavities correct for the insulation so if you have two by fours get insulation that fits two by fours Two by sixes two by eights you you name it or if you have a double wall system you can get insulation that fits through the double wall system
1: looking for mass not for thermal break so if you put an r20 insulation here and it compresses because r20 is for
0: he also says you're looking for mass insulation doesn't weigh anything we all know that we've picked it up that's not what the insulation is doing in a soundproof wall so he that's incorrect
1: a two by six wall you put it under compression that's okay because you have the same mass in the wall we're going to just no, fill up not all the cavities and that's going to be step one so step one is this in the wall in the ceiling though we're going to go double layer we want as much mass as possible when we're thinking about an acoustical environment and that's why we're going to go two layers in the ceiling one in the walls and then we're also going to be adding the saunapan.
0: i hate saunapan. I shouldn't say, hate. that's a strong word, but this is driving me crazy. And I'll talk more about it. I have a video I'll leave in the description about why I think Sonopan is a huge waste of money. I think that they're misleading their customers. And I think Renovision over here is also misleading everybody into buying it. It's huge in Canada. He's Canadian. It's going to come to the U S eventually, I think. And it's going to be a problem because it doesn't have any mass really. It's flimsy. You can see it. What it is, is just more insulation. It's a, it's like a particle board um that's really good at absorbing sound apparently although i haven't seen the um absorption coefficient charts so it's all science in the end don't be fooled by clever marketing you know these guys are marketing geniuses they know what they're doing so be very careful i don't agree with sonopan do not use it waste of money so you're going to see that throughout this whole video
1: there's two other issues i would to just point out real quick one is the insulation now i know that there's lots of people on the market and they will talk about using mineral wool for doing soundproofing.
0: agree with him don't use mineral. Oil. Use the cheapest insulation you can. Um, you know, rock wool is a, a common higher end insulation. People like to use it. If you want to buy the higher insulation for insulating purposes, for heating and cooling your home, by all means do it. It's not going to help you with soundproofing.
1: Because my client wants pot lights, and when you're soundproofing this room, you have to create a layer of soundproofing and then you have to build inside that. So, what we're going to do is, after we get the green board up, we're going to actually strap the ceiling again with two by threes. We'll create an inch and a half space so that we can drill out the location for the pot lights. And after the green board is up, the electrician's going to come back and run the wire for the locations. And then we'll come back in here, we'll install the drywall, drill the holes, and all of that wiring will be on this side of the soundproofing barrier. And so, our drywall is going to be fire rated, and that'll have lots of mass in it, and that'll be part of of the solution, but the green board isn't going to have any holes or any air leaks, and that is going to make the biggest difference in that that transfer noise from this room
0: upstairs. Okay, this is where it gets way off course, and this is what drives me a little crazy. So he's not really soundproofing. What he's doing is adding more and more insulation. The insulation is helping a little bit with muffling the sound. The green board's probably muffling the sound a little bit because it's extra insulation. Um, But he never decoupled his ceiling from the drywall which is crucial to soundproofing so he's doing almost everything right but missing one of the key aspects of soundproofing which is decoupling or or taking your drywall off of the ceiling and the best way to do that in this situation since the ceiling height is limited is to actually use acoustic clips which are super cheap and, and easy to do and hat channels which uh, i use in all the studios that i design a lot of the time when i don't have enough space to do an independently framed ceiling um so this is really wrong and then he's also doing his client a a disservice by not actually using the hat channels and acoustic clips on his walls and decoupling his walls. So to do this right, I would say you need to use the hat channels and acoustic clips on the ceiling, you need to use them on the walls, and you need to use two layers of 5 eighths inch Type-X fire rated drywall on all surfaces, the ceiling and the walls, because it's a complete unit, sound will still go up through the sidewalls and up into the house above, not just the ceiling. So everything he's doing here, his thinking is a little flawed, which is very common with contractors, I find. No no shade on him. It's just like, You know, you haven't read the books probably, you haven't done the research, Um, you've never worked in commercial recording studios, there's just a lot of things, and then you get Sonopan and you probably talk to the reps at Sonopan and blah, 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 you know, it becomes this self-perpetuating thing where you give people decent results, but the real problem is that he could get way better results for the same or less money um, by doing it right the first time. So that's why I'm a little upset about this, is this guy, I think, got, you know, ripped off by this project. (laughs) This is completely wrong here. You know, he can add these furring channels, uh, but it won't do anything. The other thing I got to show you is he mentioned the the downlights. The client wanted downlights. That's not a problem at all. Downlights are great. These are the Philips Hue lights here. These are super slim. They're expensive, but you know, if you're building a recording studio or a home theater and you have the budget, these are awesome. They're super slim. You can easily um, place them into the drywall itself and have a single uh cord coming down through your drywall a tiny tiny little thing that you su- you just uh, use acoustic sealant around a cheaper option is what i use in my studio these are called halo lights at home depot um you can get two of them for 60 bucks so not that much you know half they're half as much money um but these you put a this a little j box in behind them and they had put the putty pad over the j box and you're good to go so again there's solutions there's even a better solution for this system which is he could if he knew it, a lot about acoustics which again these contractors don't know anything about acoustics usually is that you could build an acoustic cloud for this home theater and then put the downlights inside the acoustic cloud and just have single uh, electrical wire that would go down to your downlights. Um, and, and that would be a smaller opening in your ceiling cavity for the soundproofing side of things. So there's a lot to think about here, and I, I'm just I'm not, not in agreement on that stuff.
1: This is what we're dealing with in construction we can't have that that's my exterior wall now you'll see that around here they've got this purple foam when they built this house before they did the insulation in the rim joist they did a thin layer of spray foam around the entire rim joist just to create that perfect air seal on that part of the house but this should be lifted back up into position because i know it fits i just know that whatever happened it's slumped and just because i'm going to make sure i can't afford to have an issue here double check yeah this one slumped too there we go now we got good contact
0: He is right. You know, it's good to to fix your insulation make sure there's no major holes in in between where the insulation is. Um, But again, you know, the mass, the two layers of drywall on top of this and the ceiling and the decoupling would do way more than just trying to fix your insulation. I think he's putting, like a lot of people, they put way too much effort on the, the soundproofing coming from the insulation itself and not the actual whole system working together as a soundproofing system. Okay.
1: Just get it in, get it on. And
0: get it done. So he's right here. You know, you want to. I don't like the sonopan, but assuming that that was actually five eighths inch drywall there, and it was uh, being attached to the clips, which would have been correct. Um, or I think I saw it, but in previous. If he had framed this inside wall up against the existing concrete wall, they could have left a one inch air gap and then that new framed wall could have been the independently framed wall. He wouldn't need acoustic clips at all. Um, So there's a lot of things that you could have done differently to greatly improve the soundproofing of this room. The sealant he's using, I'm not totally sure what it is. It looks like it's black. Uh, I usually just recommend something that is rated as an acoustic sealant. The key to acoustic sealant is that it, it remains flexible for the entirety of the life of the room. So regular sealants that are cheaper, not rated as acoustic sealants, uh, they'll crack and eventually leave little holes and sound. will get through those. Whereas flexible sealants should remain flexible as the room shifts over time uh, and you won't get cracks. So that's, that's the idea there. Uh, And I like to just put it uh, on my first layer and then my second layer um, with some backer rod in between. And I have other videos on how to do all that.
1: So when you reach up, Acts as a little, little, little door handle. So as long as that screws in the middle, you know you're going to have a good, good seal. Okay. There we go. So now we've got our green board in place. We've got an ability to access that. We know when we put our drywall over we're just going to cut an 8 by 8 hole here. That's problem solved. We've got the ductwork solved. We've got that solved. I think now it's time to throw up our first sheet of drywall. But first, before the drywall, I've got to put a couple more pieces of the green board on the soffit. One step at a time, Jeff. Don't get ahead of yourself. We want to have a nice tight seal here. So we'll get another piece underneath, a couple pieces on the side, and we'll jump into some drywall. You'll be able to...
0: All right, so the HVAC system and the soffit and all this stuff is a huge problem with most rooms. Um, What he's doing here, he needs an access panel. All that's going to be very tricky regardless. Um, What he's created as an access panel doesn't make any sense to me. Um, There's no way that's going to be soundproof. And, you know, maybe it's soundproof enough for this project, but for a professional studio, this would never never fly. Um, But basically, you have to build a decoupled soffit around these ducts and then you need to insulate around these ducts just with you know the regular pink insulation and then put your two layers of five-eighths inch drywall ideally on all the sides around the ductwork so that the ductwork is in itself an insulated cavity um so what he's doing here doesn't make sense to me again the sauna pan doesn't make sense to me but he is on the right track with trying to seal everything up make sure everything's airtight that is correct 80 inch
1: slab this is like 84 i think this is great if you're doing a project and you want to have a surface barn door on the rollers, right? Now they're making these things. You don't have to construct your own. We're going to actually cut this down just a touch. I love the width. Don't forget my vision for this is to have the door sticking out about three and a half inches and then have a nice handle on each side. So you can just close it and open it from either side and it's not going to be recessed inside the wall 100%. I always just... Find-
0: okay, so I've had clients reach out to me who want barn doors that are soundproof. It's potentially possible Gonna be very hard, and you'll never get as soundproof of a door as a communicating double door system with proper seals and proper weight. These barn doors are made out of solid wood, so they might have some mass, But there's nothing soundproof about this door system here. For a professional recording studio, this would be a terrible idea. Um, For a home theater that wanted to truly block out subwoofer bass and not have it disrupt the room upstairs, this would never work. It might look cool, um, but there's really no way without doing some serious crazy engineering to try to make sure that when the barn doors are closed, you actually have a full seal around them. And then also making sure your barn doors weigh as much as the amount of double drywall on your. Walls, uh meaning each barn door has to weigh like around 125 pounds. That is an important part of soundproofing, and uh he doesn't do any of that here in this video. So the doors, in my opinion, are not soundproof. Um well, they're the just is... regular doors.
1: There's the doors.
0: They're nice doors. We're they're here nice. In the
1: finished room. Now it's time for our sound test. and the way we're gonna do this is simple. We've got a little dewalt stereo here job site radio we're going to play some music then we're going to step outside and we're going to play it again and we're going to go upstairs and play it again so that you can hear the difference in how much noise is going through the house from my microphone all right here we go all right now that's pretty comfortable but it's loud not bad with the door's closing eh? not, gr- not great so either right in the room directly above it Alright, there we go guys. Now you can still hear it a little bit right? No soundproofing system is perfect when you're in a house with central heating and air because right this room we have three pieces of ductwork that tie together with that main trunk line from that room downstairs. Unfortunately, this is the expectation. Now, if you're a bunch of people hanging out in the living room watching another movie, this is not going to bother you. This is just a little bit of background noise. It's not the end of the world. So, no, we're not making it so you can't hear what's going on. We're making it so that it doesn't affect you in another space in the house. I, think-
0: I agree with him on this point here. And, and, you know, maybe the client's happy at the end of the day and everyone's happy. And, and maybe there's a point that, okay, everyone's happy and it was a good, a good job well done. I think my argument is that for less money with the decoupled clips, he would have gotten even better results. Uh, certainly with the door, if the client demanded a barn door, okay you got to do what you can do Um, but Ultimately, I think you could have gotten way better results where you don't hear that stereo. Again, that stereo has, let's say, six-inch double speakers. The low end on those can simply not go that low, so we don't even know what the bass sounds like. If you put a subwoofer in there and they're watching a movie with, you know, a home theater system, you're definitely going to hear it upstairs. Like there's just no way around it. Um, so I, I would argue that a lot of that was a waste of money and a waste of time. Um, the ductwork is a huge, huge uh, weak point in the system. In fact, it bypasses the entire soundproof system altogether. So to fix that, you would need some sort of baffle box before the sound enters up into the actual upstairs room. So the air that's coming directly in and out of that room needs to be either insulated and ran a long ways. And that could mean an entire redo of the HVAC system for that room, which is part of soundproofing. That's part of the process. So I think simply just putting up Sonopan, um, putting a ton of insulation in there, is really just not soundproofing correctly um at all all right so i i've been that was a little hard on him a little harder than i wanted to be i you know i respect uh contractors especially home re- renovation uh they've built a massive following massive channel he's clearly very good as a contractor my my qualm is always with uh the soundproofing techniques the knowledge you know You just buy a couple books, you read them and you learn that what you're doing doesn't make any sense. So there's part of me that's like kind of annoyed by that, that there's this like, oh, I just go out and buy the materials and build these things and people pay me for it and it's great. Um, But, you know, it's not the way to do it so if you are interested in doing it the correct way uh definitely check out that free soundproofing workshop you just go to soundproofyourstudio.com workshop and uh, you can watch it right away 45 minutes in-depth teaching kind of giving away the best of my knowledge in one uh, complete little uh workshop for you and uh you know Next week, every week I come out with a new soundproofing or acoustic treatment video focused mainly on home recording studios, but you know, if you're building a soundproof room in general, uh, like this person doing a home theater, all the same concepts apply. All right, thanks so much for watching, and I'll see you all next week.